Hello Aquarius friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Aquarius June 2023 astrology horoscope forecast. This is for you if Aquarius is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other placement of Aquarius you're watching for. What we're going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Aquarius friend, so birthdays around February 15th through the rest of the sign or Aquarian placements around 23 degrees or so through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Pisces reports because both the Aquarius and Pisces reports will have pieces for you very late degree friends. I'm calling the theme of this month or the theme of this report, seven things Aquarius must do this month. And I'm going to go through my list and give you the astrological corroboration. We're also, we'll, we'll also talk about some other things that are relevant for you to know to make the most of the energetic potentials this month. And do remember that when we talk about astrological potentials through reports like this, we are talking about that potentials. Not necessarily manifestations, you know, just like a weather meteorologist might say, 90% chance of rain or other sort of weather events. It doesn't always happen because it's an energetic potential that has a certain probability. So the things we're going to talk about here have high energetic probability, which may or may not turn into manifestation. We have slightly more sweet aspects compared to salty ones. Salty aspects, uh, that's a term that I coined to describe inharmonious connections in the stars. So we do have some of those bumps, uh, but we do have more sweet connections. So that's something to know regarding the flavor of June. We are also easing out of the heat of eclipse season. Eclipse season can be a whopper. And this Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle that is continuing has been in a challenging angle for Aquarius. Uh, the new eclipse cycle that started the Aries Libra one is definitely in a better angle for you. So it's sort of a mixed bag. Either way, you can listen to my April and May reports to get right into all the details of how that may have manifested for you and how to understand the context of that. But for this month, what we need to know is that a great deal of the news and events and circumstances that were brought by the eclipses, the news has already come. But because we can sometimes see news and events come in four to six weeks after each eclipse, all of June still is open for possibilities of more eclipse news to be rolling in. Something else that's important about this month is that since we're out of the Mercury retrograde and from January or not January, June 1st through 19th, we are clear from the impending Venus retrograde transit that will be starting soon, that we have a nice open period that should be clearer and easier to implement changes and decisions from the information that came from those eclipses. Okay, so from June 1st through 19th, take advantage of the energies moving direct, um, you know, to do important things like make big decisions, big moves, big gatherings, you know, um, travel plans. Not to say that you can't do travel plans in retrogrades. You absolutely can. But you know, this is just a, a, a rare period for 2023 because most of 2023 is going to be entrenched in personal planet retrogrades. So it's just something noteworthy that you'll have a few weeks of just kind of getting your bearings straight, getting some things taken care of, getting some direction, getting some plans in before um, the Venus retrograde pre-transit shadow period starts after the 19th of June. And then we'll we'll go into that, you know, into for many months into the fall um, or, or spring for you all down under. And Venus rules love and romance and relationships and money and finances and self-esteem and beauty and design and more. So the energies of um, 
inward and backward and things from the past and being the earthworm going back over these things um, is going to really take front and center. And I love Venus retrograde myself. Um, and, you know, in July, we'll talk more about this. And you can search for Annie Botticelli Venus retrograde. I have a great video and tons of um, blog series on this matter. It's one of my areas of expertise. It's actually also quite a bit of it in my book, Planetology. So you can find my resources, and I will talk about that more in um, July as well. But it's important to know that those, you know, blessings from the past, challenges from the past regarding love, beauty, money, self-esteem, etc., will start really rolling in at the end of June. Okay, so let's get right into these seven things that Aquarians must do this month. Okay, the first thing is prepare for Plutonian power. This is something I've been talking about for a while. It's going to be present for like 20 years because Pluto is in your sign. And this is a really big deal, but the kickoff party is really, you know, it now. So Pluto rules atomic energy and all of the blessings and challenges of atomic energy, you know, and something that could fuel a whole nation and something that can destroy the seas. You know, this, this is a very, very powerful force that you're going to have moving through. So starting to get yourself acquainted with the deep energies of Pluto and the deep energies of transformation and birth and death and rebirth and rising from the ashes, you know, this is um, a theme that is really something to dive into. You can do this by studying Pluto um, you know, and the more you understand about Plutonian energies, the more you can see how these are at work in your life. And all Aquarius people will be feeling this in one way or another. For some of you, it could be more in a subconscious level. You can't, it's not tangible yet. Uh, but those of you who are early in the sign, so like our January born friends, especially the ones right you know, at the beginning, or those of you with zero to five degrees or so, zero to seven degrees even. Yeah, so basically our January born friends, you all will be having a special level of feeling this the most in this period of time. But, you know, all of you, it's definitely an opportunity that you have to prepare for this Plutonian energy to take a hold. All right, so the second thing that Aquarius must do this month is to tune into your financial goals. For the second month in a row, we've got an exorbitant amount of Taurus energy. These do make some pressure points for your Aquarius energies, but you don't have to be scared by this. Sometimes a pressure point is something good. It's a catalyst. It's an impetus to get something done. And all of this energy is focusing on finances. So, you know, tuning into your financial goals, giving yourself a really raw report of your financial status and where you are compared to where you want to be is a really great thing to do this month. And you can take some very important action steps as well. So we've got tons of energy here at this time. And then Jupiter will also be here for a whole year, right? So you've got extra energy now, and then this trend is going to be continuing over the next year. But this is a great month, especially with the clarity that comes from not having everything covered in retrogrades yet, where you can get some clear goals defined and a clear picture of what you're working with. The third thing that Aquarius must do this month is to deal with the tedious things that you have been avoiding. You're not going to have energy like this for a while that will help you uh, get through the distractions with all of this earth energy. Once a lot of this energy passes out of Taurus, even though, like I said, there are some long-term energies there in the backdrop, as we have certain parts of this um, energy moving along, you're not going to get as much of that um, 
you know, grounded focus on annoying details and tedious projects. So if you have things like that that you have to do, you might be able to blaze through those things quicker now before we get even more energy in Gemini and you get even more distracted. Um, So that's definitely something good to focus on this month. The fourth thing that Aquarius must do this month is to envision your perfect home, family, and housing situation. Okay, so all of this Taurus energy for the short term and the long term is crowding into your fourth house. Your fourth house is the house of home and family and housing. So real estate, you know, working from home, business from home, all of those things. So we talked about before setting your clear goals for your finances. Now, this is also the perfect month and perfect period of time for you to envision your goals for your home and family and housing because Taurus energies are a very big um, crystallizer to take things from the, uh, the world of ideas and the world of the heart and bring them into the world of form. Okay, so the more you do now to get clarity, the more opportunities that the retrogrades and other transits can bring for you to see front and center what's standing in the way of your goals and moving through them. Okay, so the number five thing that Aquarius must do this month is to do the important things that need oomph and clarity. Okay, so I mentioned the uh, June 1st through 19th open period. We're not going to have a period like this free from personal shadow periods um, or, or transits or or their shadow periods until much later in this year. So the predominance of this year is covered in this inward and backward energy. And it's not anything to fear. I love retrogrades. Retrogrades are one of my areas of expertise in astrology. And I have quite a bit of this in my book, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe, which you can check out. And I I have lots of online free resources through videos and blogs about retrogrades. So there's nothing to fear. It's just different. You know, there's not always as much oomph or as much clarity or as much direction um, or as much ease in seeing the bigger picture. You know, things get very local or right in your face or, um, you know, things from the past or patterns from the past to deal with. And sometimes there are opportunities from the past to cash in on, you know, so again, nothing to fear, but something to do this month is to, to grab that forward moving energy and harness it and use it because anything that you begin new in your life, that day that you begin it is a birthday for that venture. And the imprint of the stars for any things you start during the, you know, that time, June 1st through around the 19th is going to have that impression of forward movement and not retrograde um, for the personal planet, you know, energies. So that's definitely a to-do for this time. The number six thing for Aquarius that you must do this month is to let your creativity abound, right? So we've got the sun moving through Gemini. We've got star goddess Juno moving through Gemini. And both of these placements are highlighting. And also Mercury is going to get into Gemini this month and pass through it very quickly. Um, But all of that's highlighting your fifth house of creativity and passion and romance and um, children and you being center stage or your work being focused on and your creativity sparkling. 
I also call this area the, the house of the bucket list. So things that you've always wanted to do, this could be a perfect month for that. So let your creativity abound as far as anything that you want to create in your life and even just art for art's sake. And we also are going to have the new moon in Gemini in this area of your chart. So in the days around June 18th, you'll have this new moon, new beginnings energy to add to these other planets that I talked about. And then in the days around June 3rd, we've got a full moon, fullness, completion, fruition, drama coming to Sagittarius. So long distance travel, immigration, writing, speaking, publishing. Gemini also rules writing energies. So we've got, you know, important things going on with your expression and what you're, what you're doing out in the world. Okay, so the number seven thing to do for Aquarius this month is to apply zest to your relationships and or solve relationship issues with zest and creativity. Okay, so first of all, like I said, this fifth house rules your love and romance sector, one of the layers of that. And then your seventh house, the house of partnerships, relationships, has Venus and Mars going to make a conjunction. So it's rare that Venus and Mars get together. And when it happens, I mean, it's not super rare, but you know, it doesn't happen every day. And so this is happening in the sign of Leo, which is ruled by the fifth house, which is where you have all this Gemini energy. And it's happening for you in your house of relationships. So, so if you have a problem in your relationship, whether it's a romantic relationship or any relationship, you may need fun and creativity and zest and sparkle to solve that problem. What we don't want is the, the negative side of Leo, which could be ego, all right? So you want to try to avoid the ego battles and instead maybe come with a new creative, zesty focus or solution to solve any problems that you have in those areas. Or it could just be super fun, super sizzling. Um, But either way, you'll want to use those energies beautifully because, you know, it's not often that you've got that house crowded with this energy and Venus and Mars coming together. If you want to know more dates of note, important aspects, definitely sign up for my free email newsletter. Join my VIP community to access that newsletter. You can access that in my 28-day virtual coaching program called Shine and other goodies at AnnieHelpsYou.com. Sign up for my free VIP community access there. You'll get my write-up a month early of all of the upcoming transits of note and the general overview of the month written. Um, And you'll see other offerings that I have there. I also do written horoscopes and there are many ways to connect with my work. If you want to learn astrology to be a professional astrologer or just for yourself to help your family and friends, you will love my Becoming a Professional Astrology Mastery course, which you can see at beastropro.com, beastropro.com. These notes or these links are also in the notes underneath the video or podcast. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.